Welcome to Parks and Rec episode 117. And we're splitting this season finale here up into a two-parter as it was when it aired originally on April 24th, 2014. This episode's called Moving Up, directed by Mike Schur, creator of Parks and Rec and other great shows like The Good Place and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and written by Aisha Mahar and Alan Yang. And as I said, this one aired as an hour-long season finale, so we're breaking it up into two parts. We've got part one today of Moving Up, and then we will continue moving onward next week, moving up part two. I'm Joey. I'm Haley. I'm Sean. Did y'all have a great Thanksgiving? We did. I was getting over an illness, uh, and it's, it's nice to not have that anymore, because it wasn't great, but ate uh, copious amounts of food. No turkey. You'll be pleased to hear, Sean. There I didn't was, have turkey either. no turkey involved. Me yeah. either. Except All ham. Then later, yes. I had a snack with, of some turkey, but my, uh, so I went to my parents' house. My sister and I went over there, and uh, they got like a honey glazed turkey so it's kind of like a ham so tried it not as good as ham didn't have it at thanksgiving had it the next day Mm. yes all the great sides mac and cheese stuffing green bean casserole we're all there yes but you didn't have turkey yeah h-e-b had some uh pre-made sides that i picked up yeah stuffing goes inside a turkey yeah, traditionally, but you can also uh, get some artificial stuffing. So, like dressing. Sure. Ah. Still labeled as stuffing, though, according to H E B. Well, that doesn't make any sense. I just H-E-B. do what the package. So, is it only says. stuffing if it's in the turkey? Correct. Okay. It's like the same exact. Well, then recipe. I had dressing. Oh, good. And then once you reach in, in and take pan. it out, it becomes dressing. Yeah. It was an yeah, inner. I don't turkey. know how that part works. Yeah, you have to eat the turkey whole, bones and everything, to really eat stuffing. I had. Squash casserole, which is good. Very nice. Very nice. Way better than I also dressing. disappointed Sean by having a pumpkin pie instead of a uh, Big Mac yes. pie. A Big he, Mac pie? Yeah, he would have preferred something like that. Which also, I don't, I don't know if I would. I don't know if I'd like that. Maybe for yeah, a pizza. Yeah, that doesn't sound so good. Hamburger crust. But in any case, we're not, we're not having Thanksgiving food during this episode, but we are having some drinks. And I... Made a little, little uh, homemade cocktail here. Kind of, I was going to say it's kind of like a hot toddy, but there's no ingredients of a hot toddy in it. Instead, it is some Allegro Sleepy Time tea because we are recording at night. And Milam and Green Triple Cask Bourbon Whiskey, which means it's three times the bourbon. That's not factual. That's not how it works, but it does age itself. In different barrels? Three times. Ah. It's moved to, to three casks. Right. I'm having water because I am sleepy. What? Some alcohol would help that out, the sleepiness. Could so be. Sean goes to bed every night. But yeah. I Did you lit? didn't. Did you turn? 
Yeah, but I just get didn't you lit have and any. turned, which will help with sleepiness. That I mean, it sounds like it, and I just no, you can't be sleepy during the podcast because we got a podcast. Yeah, Word. well, maybe we'll take a break here in a minute, and I'll go get some. But for now, it's water. Maybe Haley's so confident she'll win trivia that she'll get up and leave during it and just take. And I'll come back and just guess what yeah, the answer to a question I didn't hear. She won't even hear the question. Here was. I kind of like this. Okay. I am drinking these buzz balls, which would have been great during our yes. Manscaped, uh, during our Manscaped Promo. campaign. But um, alas, we are here. What's a buzz balls ball? Are buzz. It is a uh, chiller, a wine chiller. Orange wine with cork. I had the pineapple colada fla- flavor. You oh, I like the shape. Room. Pineapple it's colada. In the shape of a ball. Did we have these at a Texas Rangers game a few years yes. ago? Okay. We were, we like, ordered the last ones, if I recall well. correctly. The, the woman in front of us got one. We said, that looks good. What is it? She told us. We ordered them. Then she tried to order one maybe right after us or very shortly after. We, we ordered multiple. I ordered multiple. Well, yes, Sean, Sean ordered eight. I ordered one, <laughs> and then she tried to order one, and they were out. Did they you, were mysteriously out. Did you have any of Sean's eight? I don't believe Maybe. so. There is a very cute picture of us cheersing, though. And then I sold the free hat that I was given to a woman <laughs> who came down into, the, into our section and said... What was it? It was like her her grandson really likes hats. So we we went on Texas alumni night. That's why I wanted to go to this game because they had not just for the hat, but Joey hadn't been to the ballpark in Arlington. And they were going to a new stadium soon. Whatever. Anyways, um, there was it was Texas alumni night, so they had these tech, Texas Longhorn Texas Ranger hats that were gray and burnt orange. That's cool. Um, and. We got, I got one because I bought the tickets online to specifically get a hat. And we had pretty good seats. We, you know, we had a waiter at our seats. At a, that was pretty cool. Um, anyways, the, uh, some lady, we were being, up, I was being obnoxious the entire day. Um, some All lady came balls. down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some lady came and said, hey, her son or her grandson really wants his hat and she wanted to buy it off me for 20 bucks uh me being a longhorn uh alum and dedicated to the university i was like i came here for the hats but joy is like man i don't give a fuck and so <laughs> he uh should have up the price she, she, sean yeah. also said no, that. no that's what i said <laughs> Yeah, that because was, it's a souvenir. It's a one-time is, thing, yeah. and clearly they only had a limited amount, or she would have bought it from them. Yeah, I think um, the dang. the thinking, my thinking was twenty this bucks. Is a, yeah, this is a, something I spent zero dollars for, so but it's Sean an infinite it. return. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I paid Sean for the ticket, so, so I it guess seems like yeah, you did. Pay I guess money I should have had it. her cover my ticket. You're right. I should have taken that old lady for a spin. Just because someone's old doesn't mean game. that they can't pay for a hat. That's true, but that's you just being ages. I also didn't want to say, "Hey, how about forty dollars?" And she says, "Yeah, I'll just go ask someone else." And then I'm out twenty dollars. You could have sold it to someone else, I'm sure. I mean, maybe. I, I did said get something of the same ilk. I, I mean, yeah, but then the people around it found it hilarious. I was like, "Man, it wasn't that funny." I was like, <laughs> 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 I think I was just drunk, and they were laughing at laughing at me and yeah. they all started calling you a jerk no yeah. that was a, that was another night oh my god but the 
I uh, I have been offered. So, what would you spend more on a, t- a Texas Rangers, uh, University of Texas hat, or a custom Dolly Parton shirt for a Dolly Parton concert that was at the Frank Irwin Center where the Texas Longhorns play basketball? I believe there's a Dolly quote on the back. Why do I have to spend money on either? Well, I've been offered money for both. I did get offered <laughs> a uh, the $20 for this hat. And then our company for our co-founder's 40th birthday a few years ago saw Dolly. She thought it was just going to be her and a couple friends. It was her whole company going to this party. We all had Dolly wigs. We were the talk of the town. We were trending on Instagram briefly. So you all had the shirts. We all had, yeah, we all had matching shirts and dolly wigs. Obviously me, I had like a Joey still has that full, wig in the closet, in the beard. trunk of his car. It's, it's come in handy a few times. I have had to pull it out. Always helpful. Sean, pull out King. Uh, we <laughs> Sean raises a fist right. in the background. <laughs> and someone offered me... I think it was $35 for a Dolly shirt. And normally I'd be all about it, but I, I didn't have anything else. I think I had a, a blazer or something that I could have put on. So then I'd just be wearing a blazer with no shirt on underneath it, which not the best look, but probably could have, could have lived with it for a night if I was $35 richer. But I like that Dolly shirt. It's very comfortable. And I've nice. worn it several times since i was just thinking like when you go to an event usually merch is anywhere from like 25 to 50 60 70 100 dollars that's why i was thinking 20 was kind of low we also have to consider inflation but that's neither here nor there what is here is, is trivia. trivia Haley, you're winning 13 to 6 uh, really thought yes. it was 14 <laughs> yes now <laughs> I'd have Sean, to go for two. Sean, uh, going for two here to get to 13 and eight, he will still be trailing. No, I have to score a touchdown and go for two to win. Mm, I see, I see. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> now it's clear. And you're just, you're playing for pride at this point. Oh, I do have that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So let's see how you can do. As a reminder, I'll ask each of you three questions. You give me what you think is the right answer. If it is, you'll receive a point. If it's not, the other person has a chance to steal. Sean, we will start with you. We'll mix it up today. (laughs) At the beginning of the episode, the Grizzle co-founder, played by Blake Anderson of Workaholics fame, he went from working in a taco truck to doing what? Uh, owning a third of the Portland Trailblazers. That is correct. Glad you remembered, because I only remembered the third of a team part of it. Ah! Did you know it was a basketball team? I was thinking, dang, now I can't even remember what team I was thinking. Like the 76ers or something. I mean, both P teams. If you're going by city, so not. Okay. Alphabetically, you're pretty close. But here's your question. Ben says that he wants to give free Wi-Fi to all the Pawneeans. That's why they're at Grizzle in the first place. And he says if they want to watch a certain thing, they should be able to with that free Wi-Fi. What is the thing that apparently a lot of Pawneeans love to watch? Mm Mm-hmm. 
That's a good question. I remember him saying a thing about stuff. And he was like, if they want to watch this person fail at doing this thing, then they can do that. The end. Close. Sean, do you have the steel? No, I don't. I just know they go to the library to do it. No, that's where they order their pizza. <laughs> oh. I know that part. He said, Pani orders the most pizza online of any other city. And he says, in fact, our library is most used for them going to order pizza online. And now they can do it from their homes. Correct answer is the American Music Awards red carpet side boob fails. That's it. Side boob fails. Yep. Which I guess, would the side boob fail be that like a boob comes out or would it be that there's supposed to be side, side boob, boob, but it's, it's blocked? I think boob in general maybe is the fail. Yeah, you're right. I don't know how you fail at side boob. It should just be side boob or fails of something. Good questions. Thanks. Okay, next Sean, question. Sean, your second question. At Grizzle, Ben sees that they're playing Cones of Dunshire. And he says, I invented that game. And Andy says, do you think they're playing one of the games that I invented? And then he names one of those games. What is that game? Throwing dirt into a fan. That is correct. You got to see the, the thing is you got to throw it in the back of the fan. <laughs> Sound strategy. Haley, your second question. Better be easy. Why do the menus at Tom's Bistro have to be burned <laughs> in the oven? Because no. Jerry's dog, whose name I have forgotten, but is a proper type of name. He, uh, the dog was getting pictures of his rectum taken to send to the vet and he accidentally gave that zip drive to the menu printers and those are the photos that end up getting printed on the menu. That is correct. What incorrect. Larry's dog. I did think that too at the beginning, but I wasn't gonna <laughs> bless you. I wasn't gonna criticize you too harshly for that. What do you think the correct pictures were supposed to be? Pasta? Food. I guess Food well, items, yes, but food. But what do you think would be highlighted? I don't care. Possibly the Lamborghini. Yeah. That April says is on the menu. That's not she one of the trips. Apple star. All right, we'll give Sean the harder of these two questions to see. Oh, why? Because well, he has the lead, and we'll make it interesting. Okay. Sean, how much money does Tom owe Ron for all of the wood he used to make chairs? Was it sixteen thousand dollars? That is correct. That was the harder one? <laughs> That's good, because I was thinking $7,600. No. Sean. I'm a trivia champion. <laughs> Sean's amazing. Ash Ketchum becoming trivia champion. <laughs> he won this year. Didn't see it. Haley, your third question. Yeah. This is just for show here. Okay. And it, it literally is for show, because what does Tom's handkerchief say? <laughs> billionaire uh, that is uh, correct uh, but despite that tom. fact tom is not not a billionaire. a billionaire tom does have some good lines in this episode but not our quote of the episode we'll get to I that i hate him because <laughs> he's not a billionaire why don't you tell us why sean he's a terrible super he just orders people around what did he do like telling everybody 
while he's moving up his open date, uh, what, how many months early? And he's just standing there just ordering people around with and not paying them, apparently, because he owes around a bunch of... Ah, he's the worst. Um, this episode, part one of, was it Moving Up? Yes. Uh, so there's a conference in San Francisco, uh, which I do have experience going to Parks and Rec conferences. So this episode was relatable, guys. Where's the best place you've gone? Um, the I had a good time in college when I was doing instead of Parks and Rec, it was in like College Rec, like Intramurals and all that stuff. Um, I had a good time in Orlando, not Orlando, Charlotte in 2008 because it was my first one to go to. Um, as a uh, as a person, as a conference attendee. Sorry. <laughs> there was one in yeah, Austin. He was not a person. Yeah, he had gone as a tabletop. There was one in Austin, um, but I didn't really attend the conference. I had to go to the, I had to help work it. Mm. And so I couldn't do stuff, really. Um, I had to work the expo and this lady that was selling books. And she was really old, and so she couldn't set up her stuff. And so I got hired from my job at the rec to go help this lady um set up her display and sell books anyways uh but yeah <laughs> did you also hawk the books for her what does that mean like stand on the corner and get people to buy them um i, I stood in front of the table and, and was you know, like hey if you're interested in i wasn't standing on the corner and wasn't yelling at people <laughs> but if people looked at our booth i would be like yo you want some books <laughs> Some animal rec books. I got you, though. You sound like animal control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's a conference. Um, it looked very familiar as far as picking up your badge. We got to do the same thing. Um, and you walk around, and there's display boards on easels of the room where you got to go to with the speaker and all that stuff. So it looked very familiar. Um, Leslie's, can't, Leslie's going through some stuff. She's very excited because uh, she's having triplets. She can't decide whether she should take the job in Chicago or stay in Pawnee, and they're six days away from the Unity concert. Um, Ben is also... No, Ben is with Andy trying to get free Wi-Fi for all of Pawnee, which is a cause I'm behind. I I don't think we should be charging for public Wi-Fi, but um, they're trying to get free Wi-Fi for all of Pawnee from this place called Grizzly. Um, it's a company, I guess, similar to whatever tech startup. Did you ever have an office environment like that, Joey, where you just stand around? It's not like a cubicle kind of deal. It's kind of a do what you want and just get your work done, like Google place. I mean, I would argue most of my jobs have not been cubicle. They've been this kind of open layout setting, which I am not really a fan of. I'd kind of prefer to have sort of like a work stall of sorts, at least, or an office. I would say where it was most uh, most similar to this, I guess, would be my previous job doing social media management for small and medium businesses. I got nicely grandfathered into a work from home every other week set up. So when I was at the office, it almost just kind of felt like a part-time sort of thing. And <laughs> I don't work here. <laughs> it was also, I, we also very much had primarily weekly quotas of stuff to do. So it was like, hey, if you get your stuff done by the end of the week, 
Yeah, that's all that matters. They like had whatever, a ping pong table. Whatever it does. Yeah, we had a ping pong table and a keg, which is, I think, two of the the go-to, like, ah, oh, this is a cool place to work perks that companies will throw in often in lieu of things like a higher salary or uh, other types of benefits. Although we did have full health care, so that was very nice because that's not always a thing at companies. But... The reason I said it, it was most comparable to Grizzles, because especially towards the end, I was kind of looking for another job. And when you have one foot out the door already, I just got very good at doing the stuff in a faster amount of time. A lot of why it would take other people all week or like working into the night was because they were stopping a lot or complaining about how much they had to do. And I was like, dog, just power through it. Do it. You got it. And uh, so towards the end, we actually watched some episodes of Parks and Rec. Uh, We had one little sort of, I guess it was supposed to be like a relaxation room where there was a Nintendo Wii and some other activities that you could do in there, like board games and stuff. And we, a few of the, the other senior folks and I would just throw on like a Parks and Rec episode. We'd play some N64 games sometime. I guess they were Wii games. I remember younger people who had not been with the company as long, very confused as to why these old fogies, as we were, were playing video games and watching full episodes of Parks and Rec, The Office, and other shows. It was pretty wonderful. I remember before I got promoted to the job I have now, like that last year at uh, South Austin Rec, it was just like I knew everything. So when you said you... It's, it was easy because you, you know, could just do it. <laughs> like, I knew everything like the back of my hand because I had been there for six years. So it's just like, yeah, this work, this job's easy now because <laughs> I've been here forever and it's been a cycle of what to do in the parks world. But, uh, yeah, so they're at this grizzly place and I forgot Grizzle. what the slogan was. Grizzle place. It was like our cloud can support your cloud or something like that. I forgot. A cloud, uh, a cloud for the cloud. A cloud for Something the cloud? Something like that, yeah. Um, and so there's this dude who I recognize. I guess he said he's from Workaholics or something. And I'm just looking at him because he's sitting on the top of the couch with his, no shoes on, so his feet just hanging out on the where you put your butt. I'm like, this isn't great. This is not a great workplace. Um, and somebody getting their hair cut in the lobby. And so Andy wants to go cut somebody's hair. Um, they're not a fan of saying no because they're looking for bigger cities like Akron to get free Wi-Fi to, not Pawnee. Akron and, so and just... Shreveport. <laughs> and so they tell Ben, nah, bro. Or was it not nah, fam? Oh, I can't remember. No, it was nah, bro. Nah, bro. We don't want to say no. It's like, so that's the same say... thing as saying no. Nah, bro. Ben's like, mm, um, that's worse. <laughs> but then they um, don't want to give up. Yeah, because uh, Ben Ben works hard. At this conference, uh, Leslie gives a presentation on the merger of uh, Pawnee and um, Eagleton. And she starts getting laughed at because I think it's only been, what, six to 12 months that she's been working on this merger. And other people have done mergers also. And it's like, yeah, it's taken like 10 years. And so that makes Leslie very worried that she's going to be leaving Pawnee in a mess because 
I mean, you know, it takes, you know, eight to 10 years to fully merge two governments. Um, and it's only been a year for her. So, um, so that makes her not want to leave, uh, and to turn the job down, but she gets to meet like her heroes, uh, in the parks. Cause the guy that offered her the job that I guess he took her to lunch to meet those folks. So he, he met the girl who she keeps whispering her name while she's still sitting there. And the guy who is very impressed by her, uh, I guess she wrote like a, a a book or something. I forgot what Leslie did. Her proposal very to by. clean up the watershed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They uh, they like her for that, and so her job offer is still outstanding. But she's not, you know, she's still not sure. She doesn't want to leave Pawnee, and that's um, the guy that offered her the job walking down the hall. He mentions Michelle Obama, and then. In comes Michelle Obama walking down the hall, and she knows the dude, so they're talking. And I think Leslie reacted the same way I would react. Look, I, I could relate to her in that form. If I ever met Barack or Michelle, I'd probably act as if how she did in that moment. Although um, she almost looked like she didn't like Michelle Obama at first, like the way that she was staring almost looked like it was like, "Oh, I hate you." And she I was backed like, up, Leslie. Frightened. Yeah, I was like, "That doesn't look good." Uh, she couldn't and, believe. Yeah, and then she was like, "Oh my god, I love you," type of thing. That's why this is our quote of the episode. Is Leslie's reaction specifically when Chicago gets mentioned and Michelle Obama goes, "Well, you know how I feel about Chicago," and Leslie yells. <laughs> You're from Chicago, so you like it. That sounded more like Craig. But, <laughs> yeah, you know. that was definitely Craig. Well, I don't do a Leslie impression, so mm, slide why not? off. I don't, Speaking I'm not of Craig. Yeah. Yeah. Of, yeah. I can't do it. I can only do the <laughs> yeah. I can't do the stuff he says or the I thing Billy on the Street does. Um, speaking of Craig, Tom. Tom's terrible. He's awful. So he's all mad that I guess they got something. Oh, the the Unity concert going on, and he got like a month at the least until his restaurant opens. But there's going to be a lot of foot traffic for the Unity concert. So he's like, "Oh, let's open tomorrow." And not, they're nowhere close to be ready. They're just so going to have a little soft no- open tomorrow. Yeah, with family and friends, and I'm going to make all these people, all my friends, work for free. Bitch, uh, there's no way. And so he goes and begs Ron to make some more chairs. And, and, Ch- and Ron's like, you said I didn't have to be ready until this day. But he's like, yeah, but I need it tomorrow. Like, I don't know how many chairs he needs to make, but it wasn't possible because he takes a, Ron's a very detailed uh, worker. But Ron says yes, because he finished his project up on the third floor and he was afraid he wouldn't have anything to do in between then. So he says, yeah, April's a server. Um, Ron's working on the chairs and making a lot of sawdust. So that gives Craig allergies. So he can't taste the wine. And so um, that makes Donna the wine tester for Craig. Um, Donna's like, if he raises his voice once, I'm out. He does raise his voice, but then he gives her a <laughs> hug. And so I guess she couldn't leave because she was in his grasp. Um <laughs> Oh, yeah, Tom wants to open his restaurant. His investor dude's like, that's why I like you, Tom. You like to take risks. And so, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. And then Jerry messes up the... the menus. Larry messes up the menus because he has his uh, dog's butt all over the pictures of the menus. And so he has to go burn those in the pizza oven. 
Um, but it's it's all good because April has the uh, April has the uh, menu memorized in her brain. Um, but so she delivers open- it very quickly to everyone, and it's confusing. Right. So soft opening comes. Uh, no menus, but Tom, Ron's not finished with the chairs, even though everybody has a place to sit. So I don't know what what he's doing, still making more chairs. On, but well, uh, I guess because this was a soft open, and so I because he made some chairs throughout that day. So maybe before that they didn't have enough, and then by the time he finished making some of them, they had enough for those people. But uh, they're planning to like continue being soft open throughout the week. So they're going to need more because it was just a small, more like intimate room. I think the restaurant's a little bit bigger than just that space. Mm-hmm. Um, so Tom didn't do shit. All he's doing is yelling at people, he's yelling at Ron to finish the, the chairs faster. Jerry knocks over a glass, but um, Tom tells him regret. Uh, like what's the word I'm looking for? He doesn't want to tell him this, but he tells him it's okay. Cause I, it's a hers good luck if you break a glass on your first night. So then Jay, Larry drops something, bends over, pick it up, and then knocks over all the glasses, um, which is great. And so he feels so bad. Um, yeah. Uh, Craig and Donna have that moment in the wine room. Tom goes and yells at them, and Craig tells them that they're having a moment. Uh, <laughs> uh, April goes and tries to take homeboy the investor guy's order uh but she says it too fast he asks her to repeat it she says it again um and then larry comes and says hey my dog is okay they just have to swap their dog's butt rectum for once a week or once a day or something until he dies (laughs) and so that makes the investor get up and leave and run as hey were you sitting in that chair he was like yeah why? And they said, no reason. As he's walking out, there's paint all over in the back. It's like, oh. So he he did not... Tom! Tom it's Tom's fault for trying to force this early on. It is. And it sounds like they still have a week before the Unity concert, so they could have, like, soft launched on Wednesday or something, but he says, let's do it tomorrow. Yeah. Like, if they had just given themselves a little bit more time, then maybe their biggest investor wouldn't have pulled out. Right. And so everybody leaves... And uh, Tom's all sad and like, oh, I'm going to quit because I've done. He likes doing little work and quitting early. Uh, But uh, (laughs) Ron and April convince him otherwise. And April actually calls all the newspaper and everybody and is like, yeah, it was a great success. And she invites them to an after party on Friday. So I don't know if that's like an after the Unity concert party or what. We shall see. Uh, so yeah, that's the end of that story. Uh, ben and Andy, they got turned down, but Ben's like, he's going back because he's not going to get a no from this company because he really wants to get a, a free Wi-Fi uh, just in case Leslie leaves and he has to move to Chicago. This will be the last thing he does. So he storms back in there and when he walks in, he sees in the conference room that they're playing Cones of Dunshire, which just made me upset. Why didn't he uh, copyright this, trademark this? What is going on here? But also, a- why are people sharing it without telling him? Because then he could have done that. Oh, man. And so he's like, what? I invented this game. 
And they're like, you're the architect? Yeah, right. They, they call him the architect, right? What's that? Yes. Okay. They're like, you're the architect? Yeah, right. And it's like, that would make me this 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 person. And uh, Ben's like, nah, you can't be that person because this, this, and this. And they're like, oh, he's right. Maybe he is. And so Ben says, I'll play you. And if I win, you'll give us free Wi-Fi. So they play and uh, some guy steals all of It's like, it looks like settlers of Catan pieces. They just painted over and added gems and cone suit. Um, and so they took all of Ben's resources. It's like, uh, looks like I win. And then Ben's last turn, he's looking at the table and he offers a shake on a draw. And the guy's like, why would I do that? I'm winning. So then Ben rolls a bunch of dice. Some had to fall off the table because there's like 20 dice in that cone. Well, and he does it so casually of like, watch this. It's kind of <laughs> like a, here I go, motherfucker. And like rolls it off to the side, which is right on the edge. But then there's a bunch <laughs> of dice on the table. So who knows? It's so ridiculous. And he does something where his farmer ends up taking the middle cone and he wins. I guess that's how you win. <laughs> it's all about the cones. And so there's like, oh, he is the architect. And so Ben shows some pictures of him actually making the game. I guess Leslie took those pics. Um, I guess, does he have a deal? They didn't say. I guess this was part one. But I mean, it would all- seem like they shook. Uh, I don't know if they shook on it. But uh, they, you know, they agreed to the terms before they played the game. I don't think they signed anything. But I oh. think they, they agreed to have another meeting with him. To persuade them to give free Wi-Fi. But Andy thinks the victory means that they own the entire company now. So he's gone to steal everything. Well, not steal. He thinks he owns everything. So yeah, he's grabbing. He's on a scooter or a bike holding another bike. You didn't see that part? Yeah. And he he tells the the workaholics, I don't know what you're doing. You're getting a haircut from me next. (laughs) 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 So yeah, been successful there. Leslie's now freaking out. Uh, She is totally committed back to Pawnee because there's no way she can leave Pawnee uh, after hearing that it takes eight to ten years to formally finish a merger. Because she has a 12-month plan that she thought was going to work until talking to these people. Yeah. So they're in the cab, her and Ben, and... Ben's excited because she told him he was going to take the job, but now she's unsure. And Ben's like, "We need to decide. We're not getting in this airport uh, and getting on that plane without flying back to Pawnee without knowing if you're taking a job in Chicago or not." And so they just have the cab driver just circling around. And he's making money, so he doesn't care. Leslie can't make up her mind. Um, so what they end up doing is Ben's like, "All right, go to this location." He just hands. Doesn't even give the phone to the guy. He just shows a picture to of a map to uh, the cab driver. He's like, go to this location. So the next location they're in, they're somewhere in San Francisco where they made uh, Star Wars uh, Return of Jedi, the indoor uh, scene on the speeders. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Um, you'll hear me mention that later. Um, and so they go to where they walk to where uh, the bridge is, Golden Gate Bridge. And <clears throat> on there is a park sign. And at the corner of the sign, um, it has the regional director on there. And Ben shows her, like, hey, this would be you. This would be your name on this. 
um, if uh, with all these great locations and great park amenities, all this good stuff, if you took this job. So that convinces Leslie to take the job. So she calls homeboy uh, and says, hey, I'm taking the job. And I guess that's where we stop. Well, it's it's much more than that as well. She calls herself Lester Kanamf, which she <laughs> thought was her mis misspelled name tag. No, but it's actually somebody else. Someone else's name. She also says, I love you. And then... Nope, that was weird. Yeah. And then gracefully hangs up. I guess mercifully hangs up. And yeah, that's where we left it. And we'll... See how all of this unwraps. I guess a lot of, or I, I should say, wraps up. We've seen how some of it unwraps. We'll see how the rest of it wraps up next week with part two. And Sean, you touched on them driving to the San Francisco airport, but did you notice? Did you notice? That, that's actually Burbank Airport. No, no I didn't notice. it's not nope. San Francisco. Did Certainly didn't notice the Burbank. How did you know? Like you just know the area? Well, I looked it up, but also oh, okay. <laughs> I, I have been by the Burbank airport before when I lived in Los Angeles and have flown into San Francisco, but there are very few airports. I think I could recognize from the outside without a few. Yeah. Cliffs in notes. a car. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago and Austin. Probably, probably just that. Maybe Miami. I went there a lot, but it's been a hot minute. It's probably changed. Oh, I could, well, when we were in school, flying into Miami, the airport was under construction. So you would That's true. be bored from a location for, and then have to walk so far <laughs> to the other end because that's the only place you could get out of the airport. Oh. So maybe it's different now because 10 years later. I was always walking on like those temporary plywood boards that they'd slab down on there. I'm like, man, this airport. <laughs> great, great ambiance. I didn't notice. Well, perhaps you'll notice how enthusiastic Sean is about this week's top five. I'll be caught up in the top five. So... This week's top five is super related to the show. It's not. It's not related to the show at all. Um, oh. But when, <laughs> when Ben mentioned, uh, hey, this is the location uh, for the planet of Endor from Star Wars, that got my brain working because and an his, episode. Oh, no, no. So I'm going to go on. <laughs> an ep- <laughs> and the the latest episode of The Mandalorian, which is a live action show, guys. I watch. I watch another live action show. Which, what? Yeah. Um, which I felt. I guess I failed to mention in previous podcasts. Where like Sean, what TV do you watch? I watched The Mandalorian, um, and the latest episode was fantastic from this Black Friday. And Joey burned himself from tea. No, uh, I spilled whiskey all over myself. Oh, okay. Well, that I don't see the problem there. Because oh, um, it's not my mouth. Oh. That's what she said. Sean, go on. <laughs> and so this top five has my favorite Star Wars TV and movies. T- TV series and movies. And or movies. I, I, did not, I did not include video games because I would have needed 
you know, a top 10. Episode probably. one racer. No, that was not one of my favorites. <laughs> uh, some Road Squadron would have been on there. Um, anyways, anyways, anyways. Number five. Um, number five from Star Wars TV series and movie productions is the TV series on Disney XD, Star Wars Rebels. Star Wars Rebels takes place after Return of the Jedi. So the Empire has been defeated. Also, like, spoilers. Can I, do, I have, do I have to do spoilers for... I mean, I know y'all aren't going to watch Star, Star Wars stuff, but... Sure. Spoiler alert. Everyone who right. has not already... Uh, if they're non-Star Wars fans, perhaps they're... <laughs> Skipped over this part, but for anyone who is listening, spoiler yeah, alert. Gonna skip. <laughs> so what's that cartoon? Obviously, uh 3D cartoon uh that takes place after uh Return of Jedi. It was great. It follows the ghost crew um doing missions. They found a new Jedi. Um I don't want to spoil everything. You should watch it. It's available on I think it's on Disney Plus. Haley, watch it. It's on Disney Plus. Okay. You said it was on Disney XD before. What is that? When it came out. So this, there's several, cha- you know, there's Nickelodeon has multiple channels. Nickelodeon, Nickel- Nicktoons, Nick Family. Nick well, Disney Tunes. had Disney, this Disney XD, which was more of their, like they would have Avengers cartoons on that one. Mm. More of their like superhero. Like action-y. Rated Y7 instead of like. Ooh. Instead of all ages. Like, instead of Drake and Josh and. Sweet life of Zach and uh, Cody. Sweet life. Yes. <laughs> sweet life on deck. <laughs> I Carly. I Zombie. That wasn't Nick. I oh, don't okay. know, man. They're, they're the same thing. <laughs> yes, I, I agree. Whatever you're saying, I agree. But Star Wars Rebels, great show. Um, um, definitely worthy of the number five spot. Number four. Number four is the movie Star Wars The Force Awakens. Which I believe came out twenty fifteen or sixteen. I didn't. I should have looked this up before I started giving facts. the Stop The hype, are, the hype around this movie, um, was kind, it's kind of the reason why it's on this list because it was is nobody liked the the prequels trilogy of episodes one, two, and three, which came out in the early two thousands. So people were just. Hype for some new cannon fodder of movies for Star Wars. And I went and saw it opening night and it did not disappoint. It's probably the funnest movie premiere I've ever been to. Um, I'm definitely glad I went to go see it because it, it definitely would have been spoiled had I waited a day. Um, it was a lot of fun. Um, we... Uh, I wasn't. I was sober for this one, so yeah, it was a great time. So I remember, <laughs> I had some guy sitting right behind me. Every time there was like a character reveal of uh, an old school character that you know showed up or something, he would just scream so loud in my ear, <laughs> like he'd lean over. <laughs> yeah, because he was so excited. I'm like, man, this dude. <laughs> so that was annoying, but it was funny. And there was a moment where uh, we're not sure if. The main character, if she has force powers or not, but then she proves it. And that's when I don't applaud in movies, but I think I'm mad. <laughs> but Sean led a chorus of applause throughout the theater. It was, it was pretty sick the way they did it. Um, you, I wish they would have 
So they had two more movies after that that weren't as uh, popular. I liked them. Uh, they finished off seven, eight, and nine, but uh, more most people don't. So I'm I'm in the minority uh, with that, which is fine. It's okay. Um, but yeah, I wish they would have kept. I think I forgot who did the first one. Maybe J.J. Abrams. They should have kept the same direct because they went in different directions and it didn't seem like they had one solid story planned out. So that was one of the main criticisms. Um, but I still like them regardless. I don't care. Um, they took risks and I enjoyed it. It was for my entertainment. <laughs> That's all that matters. Number three. Number three is the original Star Wars movie, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Um, that's where we get introduced to Luke Skywalker, Obi Wan Kenobi, Darth Vader, uh, Princess Leia, Han Solo. Um, it's my favorite of the original trilogy. A lot of people like Empire Strikes Back the most. Uh, for me, it's A New Hope just because. Um, Contrarian. Uh, I, um, no. <laughs> I don't know, just like um, the pacing of the movie. I don't know. It's 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 my favorite of the original thing. Return of Jedi was way too long. Uh, Empire Strikes Back, which is the first Star Wars movie I saw, um, and like just being a kid, the big reveal had already been revealed to me just from mm. pop culture, like that line, that scene, "I'm your father." Um, so the fact that that moment didn't really hit me. Because, you know, it had already been circulated. I think that's why I like A New Hope better than Empire Strikes Back. Sean, I have a couple of comments to that. Okay. Number one, Return of the Jedi, more like Return of my two and a half hours. Am I right? <laughs> Number two. <laughs> I've never heard that. Uh, is I Am Your Father the... Is that a line that is... That's technically not it. It's one oh, of those. It's, people think that it's he those, says, Luke, I am your father, but I think he actually says, I am your father. He says, no, I'm your father. Yeah. He doesn't say Luke. The Mandala effect part is the Luke. Excellent. I thought, thought it was it, but I can't remember. I can't remember what it was. I knew that's what I, you were thinking when you made a face. And Sean, number three, combining two things that you like, Star Wars and Blink-182, are you familiar with the Blink song called A New Hope? Maybe it's from Dude Ranch, which is oh, no, the I'm album not, before not. the one that you like. <laughs> <laughs> then no, <laughs> I'm not well, perhaps song. go listen to it. It's really not. I don't think it's a great song, but it's it's fine. It's a fine song, and you'll I think you'll like some of the Star Wars references. Okay, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. Number two. Number two, it's another Star Wars movie, which I believe is the best movie out of all of the Star Wars movies. Star Wars Rogue One. Um, it's not one of the nine main episodes of movies. It's It came out not too long ago. Um, it's with that British lady. I forgot her name. Now I gotta look her up. Hold Daisy on. Ridley? No, she's Ray. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, hold on. Dame Judi Dench. Just keep (laughs) guessing British. I watched this movie. Felicity Jones. Is she Mm. British? She's British, right? I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Anyways, um, I think it's easily the best Star Wars movie. I don't think it's close. Like, um, 
it's action packed, had a great story, a fantastic ending. Um, it was a good ending, and it ends right up to episode one, right? Yeah, uh, uh, it re- like right up to Star Wars: A New Hope. So episode four, technically, but oh, the first it Star Wars, okay. the first Star Wars movie that came out. So yes. So that um, one takes place in between episode three and episode four. Yes. Okay, that's what it was. Cool. Um, this movie. So it it was. I think in the Star Wars movie they always reference. So <laughs> spoilers in A New Hope they blow up the Death, Death Star. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, they at, at some point they needed plans of the Death Star to know how to blow it up. Um, this is what that movie is about. They reference in the the original Star Wars movies that a lot of lives were lost uh, to get those plans. And so they showed how they got those plans. And it was great. It's my favorite Star Wars movie out of all the movies. Um, it's very good. I wish good. they could all be like that. It was fantastic. Um, it, it's, so it, it's hard for a movie to be good when you know what's going to happen. But this one kicked it out of the park. Like you knew that, you know. Yeah, you like knew exactly. Well, you knew how it had to end. And even right. still, you were like hoping that something else would happen. But knowing that it had to end the way it was going to end. And it was so good. That's yeah. I'm trying so hard not to spoil it. Y'all go see that movie, man. It's it's great. It's a fantastic movie. Um, I wonder if it won. It probably didn't win awards because sci-fi stuff doesn't. But um, it's a great movie. But yeah. Yeah, I believe it lost to Crash. Shut up. <laughs> Number one! Number one is the animated series that was found on Cartoon Network and finally finished on Disney Plus this year is Star Wars Clone Wars. It takes place between episodes two and three um, where you follow Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker and their young Padawan Ahsoka Tano uh, around doing missions uh, during the clone. And you follow several clones around as well. It gives life to the clones. So before Stormtroopers, they were all clones. um, And they each had their individual personality. Um, This show is fantastic. It adds so much to the Star Wars uh, lore. Um, I think it's... It's a lot of seasons. Um, it's a and ton it kinda of seasons. Ended, it ended because the show was getting canceled because Disney was buying it. Um, and the show was on Cartoon Network. And so it kind of ended, you know, I don't know, like eight or nine years ago. Um, but Disney decided, hey, we're going to give this show a proper ending. And so they had a final, send- they had a final series for the show that came out this year. Um, I loved every part. It's a great journey. Um, it like Star Wars Rebels builds off of Clone Wars, and if you saw the Mandalorian episode from this week or from Black Friday, um, you're gonna love it. If you saw the Star Wars Clone Wars series, um, it's the the guy who directed most of the episodes, Dave Filoni. He is fantastic. He did Avatar. Uh, the last Ember, uh, the last Airbender series, the first season, before he got hired to do Clone Wars. So, just you know, that's my favorite show ever. So, just you know, he's a good, he's very good at what he does. Um, he's been doing Mandalorian episodes. I wish he w- would have been allowed to do movies, but I guess he's not that high up yet. Uh, but he did the entire uh, Clone Wars series. Um, 
it's great stuff. I told my sister, like, hey, you need to watch. I know y'all don't like cartoons, but please, please, please watch this show uh, before you watch The Mandalorian so you can have the same gratification from watching The Mandalorian as I did when I was hollering from the living room when uh, certain characters appeared. Just like that man in the theater. Sean has come full circle. I guess that was before that. No. That theater experience. No, that just happened on Black Friday. Like this week. Last week is what he's talking about. Oh, you were ho- you were hollering at Mandalorian. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because yes, yes, it was yes, referencing. Yes, 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 Okay, okay. Because it referenced yes. the past two full episodes circle. have referenced uh Star Wars Clone Wars, that animated series. So And it made you holler. Yes. Excellent. A lot of people don't like episodes one through three. This makes episodes one through three a lot better if you watch that show. Wait, Mandalorian? Um, Star Wars Clone Wars. Wars. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I watched some of Clone Wars like way back in the day, but I never consistently watched it. Great note, though, about I know you don't like cartoons, but like there's so many great animated shows out there that you can do. Stuff with that you can't with live action. I saw a Twitter thread, and I think I even participated in it because I, ugh, apparently like plunging the depth sometimes. It was about how someone was asking like what their, I don't remember what the thread was, just something about TV shows. And there was one guy who was just being so hard-headed. And he was like, I don't watch animated shows. And I was like, well, that's a shame because there's a lot of good ones. <laughs> and like, you can do things that you like can't the with a live. Like- and uh, someone else liked my response, and they were like, "Yeah, like, watch. even Boss Burgers, yeah, like, come on, oh, it's amazing, yeah." And we were all trying to convince him, yes, give it a try, dog. And he was Just like, "No, I'm set thing. in my ways." And I was yeah, like, "All right, fine. yeah, he doesn't you do need you. it then. No, he doesn't need it. He would appreciate the to, magic." I'm trying to get my family to watch the Boss Burger episode where. Bob's trying to cook the turkey outside, but it starts raining. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they were not interested. Oh, oh man. <laughs> we just watched but, the Thanksgiving one earlier today. Top five. Sean was caught up in that. Top five. Well, I hope you're ready to head back to the airport because as you may have remembered, we almost traveled to both the San Francisco and Burbank airports. Who? In this episode. Okay. Ben and Leslie travel, quote unquote, to the San Francisco airport, travel physically to the Burbank airport. And that sets us up nicely for categories. Cat categories. I'm nervous. Again, it'll be real quick. We're doing airport codes. What? What does that mean? You know how when you book an airport flight, it'll have three letters? Yes. Sean. A-U-S. Sean's saying all of them now. Okay, well, I'm out. (laughs) Well, you can have one of mine. Yeah, you can have one of Sean's. Okay, go. Uh, I'll do... Uh, do Miami. I'll do Miami, which is MIA. C-H-O. Chicago O'Hare. I'm just making it up. See? Told you I was out. Goodbye. <laughs> Take one of Sean's. I don't want to. I don't oh. understand this game. Oh, okay. I'm out. Sean Airport. wants yours. Airports. D-A-L for Dallas Love Field. Oh, does that only fly within Texas or does it go? 
No, it goes here. It's where Southwest is. Oh, that's nice, nice. So Southwest is only a deal. Everything else is at DFW. Same with Chicago, with Midway. That's only where Southwest is. Yeah, and Houston, it goes to Hobby. Yeah. Took that Southwest flight a few times. Had you to drive name airports far. In? Yeah, we can just name airports, which is basically just naming cities. But sure. San Francisco. Hobby. What is this? Is Houston George? Well, there's two in Houston. Bush? One's Hobby. Who's the other one? Bush Intercontinental. Yeah. I said Bush. <laughs> it's Joey's turn. So is Hobby still available then? No, I just oh, said it. You just said it. Oh my okay. God. Let's end this. Because uh, clearly we can't. Denver International Airport. San Francisco. Well, that's what I said. No, you didn't. Yeah. What did you say? The last turn, I said San Francisco. What did you say? San Francisco. No, you didn't. Airport, because I thought we were just naming cities. I didn't know what we were doing. The no, you said a different city. city. And that was Cat Tagore's. <sighs> you said a random C-Tac. city, didn't you? No. SeaTac is Seattle Tacoma. Oh, the old SeaTac. Portland, PDX. Albuquerque. What's the X? ABQ. For? Uh, Extreme. Mm. They only play heavy Goodbye. metal music on all flights. Really? Doubt it. Well, you've never flown out of Portland, so you don't know. I actually have flown out of Portland. Did you not remember the heavy metal head I don't, banging the I don't entire remember flight? that. Oh. Well, how long ago did you do it? Well, how long has it been like that? Six years. There's a hair in my mouth. Um, I flew out <laughs> of there long? about seven years ago. Oh, I just missed the heavy metal. I did. Next time. Yeah. There will be no next time. Sean, what kind of hair should we be concerned? It wasn't pubes, hopefully. Was it just your hair, though, or was it like... I think from the can... What? I was drinking this buzz ball. <laughs> Every buzz ball comes with one hair inside. <laughs> nice. It's like the box or the toy inside of a cereal That's box. That's the treat. Yeah, the treat is a hair. Category. But not O-hair. O-hair. Yeah, not O-hair. Cat categories. And not the Sahara. The tortoise and the hair. <laughs> well done, Sean. Well, do you want y'all to... Y'all don't like my puns from Among Us. <laughs> I honestly never Thought hardly ever see your puns. Yeah. Uh, they're not great, but <laughs> Joey's just Go a ahead. hater. But he I, thinks he can make no, no, no. I appreciate. Jokes I appreciate the effort about anybody else's. I uh, keep going with them. I don't mind them. I liked your Star Fox quotes as well. <laughs> when you were Fox McCloud, I believe I was the only person understanding them, or at least acknowledging them. We were in a Discord quiet. with some other people, and I too quiet. I was like, I appreciate all of this. And I'll go it alone from here. Star Fox just not a popular enough game. Well, it's criminal. It's I criminal. guess if it like re-released right now, it might be more popular with the they current. Did. No, they, there's a Wii U one. It's great. Yeah. Okay. That. Well, then never mind. <laughs> it's not topical enough. Still, I guess. We're headed to Aquas. <laughs> Sean, do you want to try and guess what next episode is all about? Which is the continuation? Yeah, which is the of continuation this of this episode. You already have a head start by knowing various plot lines of this episode so i expect nothing but 100 percent. go all right so there's gonna be something that makes leslie stay in pawnee even though she says she's taking the job because there's another season um tom gets another chance to open his restaurant 
And the end. Perfect. Just like they read it. Wrote it. Goodness. Read it. Oh, it. Read it. Just like oh. they read it. Wrote read it. it. Chronicles of Narnia. Any shout outs? I need to give a shout out to uh, the Vanderbilt kicker. I think her name's Sarah Fuller uh, on Thanksgiving. She became the first female athlete to play Division One football or FBS football, which is considered now. She's a kicker. Um, Vanderbilt sucks. Um, <laughs> and so she had no opportunity to kick a field goal because they couldn't get across midfield to get into field goal range. They always turned it over and had three and outs. The one time they um, got across midfield, they had two five-yard penalties and got put back, back on the other side of midfield. But she did get the kickoff once. Everybody was dogging her because the kickoff wasn't great, but it was intentional. It was just a little squib kick, to, so there was no return. And so, obviously, she was told to do that. Uh, they just thought she couldn't kick. Like, no, like the coaches said, just dribble it here because so, we're terrible and we don't want to lose by any more points. <laughs> um, but as it was very historic seeing uh, um, a girl on a football team. I love it. Let's see more. Yes. Way to go, Sarah. Vanderbilt, please get better <laughs> as a team. My brother on um, Thanksgiving, he was like, oh, man, I forgot I owed this guy money because I'm playing, what's it called? The pick em, like the four, not pick em. Squares. Yeah, he was playing squares with uh, one of our old neighbors who he's still friends with and like some of their other friends. And he was like, every year I just give this guy my money and I always lose. And then like that evening, he's like, hey, I got to go pick up my winning. So he won the whole thing. (laughs) Excellent work. I've never won squares. Same. Usually because I'm not participating. I haven't played very much, but yeah, my dad's won before. A lot of my like we used to. But I was one of only two people, a party of about 20 people, to see the Janet Jackson Super Bowl live. I didn't see and it. And that was before you could immediately look it up on the internet. So my friend Mike and I, we were the talk of that party. We were in the other room, me and... Well, we weren't the talk, but we were able to Some of my tell. cousins, yeah. so we didn't like, see oh! it. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Once again, you became the man at the Star Wars movie. Sean is the man at the Star Wars movie. He was, was telling me. the was story from a perspective of the person yeah. in front of him. He was actually just alone in the theater and screamed and then ran in a row ahead of him and received the scream. He heard his echo. He heard his echo. It's very poetic. I remember seeing the story. Like, I didn't know if it was real or not. Like, when that movie came out, Force Awakens came out, there was a guy who was going to be a douche. He bought up all the seats in the theater on the premiere night. Um, and then he was going to ruin it on, for everybody on social media the next day. But then it turns out he bought it for Friday night, not Thursday night. <laughs> and so everybody was, like, <laughs> everybody was like, oh, we're definitely going to ruin this shit for you. <laughs> Classic douche. But I don't know. That, that, that kind of... That story kind of far-fetched, but it was funny at the time thinking it was real. Yeah. Either way. Unnecessary. Yeah. Unnecessary and good comeuppance. Everyone just chill about stuff. If you have a good like cut-up, good, good comeuppance that you'd like to share, reach out to us. Facebook and Twitter at ParksRectPod or via email ParksRectPod at gmail.com. And hey, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Do us a quick solid and drop a five-star review. 
helps more people see the podcast and, and then subscribe. listen to the podcast and subscribe and always remember to stay parks and wrecked this is the end of the podcast it's over you don't have to listen anymore podcast is over now thanks for tuning in close your app listen to the radio or listen to the next episode